In this week's episode of The Pastor's Table, we're going to be talking about, well, repentance. We're going to talk about love and uh, walking in love towards people and how, you know, sin is sin. And we can walk in love towards people and not be judgy, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that we have to just accept sin for, you know, for whatever it is and just be okay with it. So there is a fine line there for Christians to walk in. And as we get to know our Lord better, we know how to walk in love towards all people. So enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Pastor's Table. In today's episode, we're going to continue our discussion that we've been having in regards to the uh, social injustices in the world and how does the church respond and what, what do we do about it and so on and so forth. Um, if you have, you're just tuning in now, I would encourage you to go back and listen to uh, those episodes. We've, we've covered a lot of ground already. So um, today I just wanted to start out with just a simple statement that I've heard in the world. And uh, quite often people, you know, people not Christian don't go to church. And even some Christians say this, say things, well, you know, like Jesus taught that um, we should just love and accept everybody. Mm -hmm. Love and acceptance, that's what Jesus preached. And I heard uh, one minister talking about this, and the Lord actually convicted his heart about it and said, well, and he just, something didn't sit right with that sentence. You know, mm -hmm. Jesus preached love and acceptance. And so he said, okay, well, he started to, the Lord prompted his heart to look at what did Jesus preach and teach. And so when you go through the Gospels, you find that Jesus often preached repentance. Yeah. And I mean, if you turn to like right at the very beginning of your Bible, like where, let's see, uh, Matthew, even if I turn just to Matthew, right at the beginning there, it'll tell you, it will take me probably longer to find it here than it will be just to tell you, <laughs> but it said, John John the Baptist came preaching repentance. Mm -hmm. uh -huh, uh -huh. And uh, then when Jesus started his ministry, uh, I'm not going to be able to find it in Matthew chapter 4 here, I think. Mm -hmm. But it goes on to say that Jesus, oh, here we go, verse 17. Yeah. Yeah. From that time, Jesus began to preach, crying out, repent, mm -hmm. for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Mm -hmm. So his message starts out with repent. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we all have had that experience or seen someone who's had that experience of that person on the street corner mm -hmm. with the big sign that says, repent, sinner. Mm -hmm. And we get that impression like, ooh, you know, some people are very hard. Yes, you've got to repent for sin and trying to drive that message home in that way. And other people look at that and go, Aye, that's not the right. That's not the message we want to send, because, you know, the message is God so loved the world that he gave his son mm -hmm. to save us from our sins. So. There is a balance here, and I think, unfortunately, sometimes we trip over, over our own feet in trying to communicate that, because on one hand, um, we are not supposed to just love and accept everybody's sin no. and just accept them and say, oh, yeah, no, you're okay, I'm okay, you know, everything's okay. Well, the Bible doesn't teach that everything is okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It clearly delineates that there are actions and attitudes and all sorts of things that are sin. Mm -hmm. And the the wages of sin is death, and and God doesn't want that for people. So He says you need to repent, turn away from that, and turn to Him. And He does that. He says that because He loves us. That's right. He loves us enough to tell us you need to repent. Mm -hmm. And you know, 
for those of you that are parents, you know, when your kids are little, there are things that you tell them to quit doing that. <laughs> and you say it sometimes very emphatically, <laughs> but you don't say it because that's just the right thing to do. Uh -huh. I mean, there are, there's an aspect of integrity there and wanting to do what's right. But you know that if they continue to persist in behaviors and attitudes and actions that are wrong, it's going to hurt them. Mm -hmm. it's going to result in something going very wrong in their life. Mm -hmm. And so even from an early age, you want to say, no, no. You know, I have a funny memory of my brother uh, when we were a lot younger, and he was just a little guy. I don't know. He must have been like, he was walking. So he's over one years old. And uh, my grandmother had an, uh, one of those stoves that sits on the brick hearth. Mm -hmm. oh my. hearth and it's that cast iron stove. Mm -hmm that's out there in the open with no guardrails mm -hmm. or anything. And you just open the door and you put the firewood in and, and then shut that. Well, you know, it gets really hot because it's heating the whole house. Mm -hmm. Well, my, uh, my brother had wandered up to it like this. And of course, all the adults turn and I don't remember who it was. It was my mom or uh, so looked at him and said, and I won't call his name and embarrass him, but basically said, don't touch that. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not because you know, my mom, dad were trying to be mean or, you know, anything like that. It's basically like saying, repent, turn around and go the other way. That's right. Right, That's Because the way you're going is going to hurt you. And so my brother just, he did one of these. He had his hands up like this. And he turned around to look at it and went, and oh, put man. his hands directly on that. Well, you can imagine what happened. It, the, the shock that come across his face when he realizes my hands are burning mm. and, of course, had to take him to the hospital with bandages and all that. So he he burnt himself pretty bad. Right. But the thing is, is that my parents were not saying don't do that because they were being mean or being religious mm -hmm. or being, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or just because I'm right and you're wrong and being judgmental because, you know, good kids don't touch stoves. They weren't, they weren't being judgmental. They were trying to save him from hurting himself in the end. And sin, the wages of sin is death. So yeah. all of us have been in that place where mm -hmm. our inevitable result would have been death if it wasn't for the fact that Jesus came along and said, repent, turn around from that, mm -hmm. turn to me, let me forgive you, receive that forgiveness, and be made brand new. And now we've crossed over from death into life. So the message that believers should be bringing out there will contain an element of repent, turn away from sin. Mm -hmm. And we can love and accept other people in the world. It's we accept you in when, you, when you're turning away from, come this mm -hmm. way, come hear the message. Yes. But it's not, I love and accept all of your sin and your goofy ways and all, mm -hmm. that's all totally okay. Because it isn't, because it will hurt you in the end. That's right. It will cause yeah. problems. It'll cause all sorts of things to go wrong in your life. And if I love you, I'm not just going to sit idly by and just, oh, it's okay. And that's all right. It's all good. You're all good. I'm good. Everything's good. Meanwhile, the sin is destroying your life. That's right. If I love you with the love that God has for you, I'm not going to continue just to sit idly by and let that happen that way. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And people get so focused then on what is sin and what is the church standing for. And typically in our day and age, we go, uh, we start labeling sexual immorality. Uh, all sex outside of marriage is not approved. That's pretty simple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like no sex outside of marriage. Pretty simple. Mm -hmm. So that means that, that includes sex with yourself. Mm -hmm. 
Um, we don't need to label and go into all the things. It's just sex outside of marriage is wrong. And there's only one marriage that God approves of. But that's not the only sin, but that seems to be the focus of so many other things come out of that one vein. But I'll tell you something, the Ten Commandments includes honoring your mother and father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Calls it sin if you don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People don't include that one very often because, mm-hmm. they, well, they grew up and they realized your parents weren't that smart and they made mistakes and et cetera, et cetera. And you don't really like them. And, and in this day and hour, I have watched more families come apart because they didn't like something their parent do and then they don't talk to him. This is this is a kind of a new situation where the world is trying to influence and say, it's okay, you never have to speak to your parents again. You don't have to honor them because of the boundaries and because, well, maybe I'm narcissistic or they are and they've got all these new words to categorize their sins. But really, there are more, there's more than sexual sin. There's lying, there's dishonor, there's stealing, there's theft. And there's no like, uh, you know, it's not like, well, this sin's worth 10 points and that one's worth two. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's sin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and God's not for any of that. Yeah. And that's, and, and when you step back, like you say, when you stay in that thing, you get hurt and you hurt mm-hmm. people around you. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And typically at the basis of most sin is self. Yeah, that's right. And a desire to fill some lust of the flesh that's yours. Mm-hmm. No one, and when I was growing up, there was this guy on TV, it was called Nipsey Russell. And what did he always say? Do you remember, were mm. you around during that? No. And he said, the devil made me do it. <laughs> well, the devil never made anybody do anything. He no. might tempt you and he might throw things in your way or, or bring a snare in your path. But it's you who decide mm-hmm. every time. Even when it's something that was a violation of who you are, it, it, unforgiveness is sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we tend to make this sin bigger than that sin or, or put it in that category or even the devil. We try to put the devil on a kind of the balance of, you were talking in one episode about false balances. Here's one. God's on this side and the devil's on this side and they kind of balance each other out. No. Mm-hmm. No. Not at all. No. <laughs> That's a big one, isn't it? Did I just open a big door? <laughs> kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, while we're talking about that, um, it's funny because I, I know you've heard the same uh, sermon series from Kenneth Copeland, but he makes a statement. He goes, all sin is selfishness mm-hmm. because sin is at the root selfish. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, you can't commit adultery for your friend. <laughs> right? and, and, and so the point he was making yeah. is like, it's selfish and it's very rude, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, so often people, they there there's two things that I've noticed. Um, before it used to be, you know, if it feels good, do it, mm-hmm. and it's okay as long as you're not hurting anybody. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's been a, a certain standard that people have measured mm-hmm. whether things are okay or not. Well, it, you know, it doesn't hurt anybody, so it you know it's not sin. It's not a problem. It's not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there's two people and they agree to it. So it's okay because it's not hurting anybody. But that's not the definition. That's not what determines what is sin or isn't. Mm-hmm. It's what God has said in his word that determines that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then more recently, people have extended that towards, well, you know, um, as far as acceptance and loving one another, they use the same kind of mentality about that. You know, it's, you know, as long as we're all together and, and, you know, no one's upset at each other, we can all be one together 
and we can call it love or whatever it is, including sexual sins as well, it's okay because no one's hurting one another. So therefore it's okay. But the Bible doesn't define sin by that, mm-hmm. right? Because you might think that, but uh, you don't realize that if selfishness is at the root of it, uh, it's still sin and it's still hurting you, mm-hmm. right? Your, ple- your present feel good is not the measure. Mm, that's right. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, this was nice. And again, it's not because God doesn't want you to have any fun. It's because you've taken things that have meant to be used in a proper and good way and have perverted it for another purpose mm-hmm. and a selfish one at that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can be a challenge because when Christians, especially new Christians, they get born again and they're all excited because they realize Jesus is real and I'm forgiven and look at this life and I've got peace and joy in me that I've never had before. And wow, God's real. And these are awesome and wonderful things. And as they begin to that walk with the Lord, uh, they come across things where they realize, oh, this thing that I was doing before didn't seem to be a problem. But now I realize my heart convicts me when I do that. It's sin. I've heard it. I, I realize it. It's sin. And sometimes people can have an idea that God just doesn't want you to have any fun. Mm-hmm. But again, the things that God has given us and made for us it's meant to be used in a good and proper way. Yes. And there is a good and proper way. Mm-hmm. But people, especially when new believers are, are you know, newly saved, they don't necessarily see that right away. They often will see, well, I just can't, I can't, you know, I can't do this or do that because, you know, God just doesn't want me to have any fun. Well, I, I'm, it's got to be right. So I'm just going to have to be a good Christian and, and take on a, a sour look upon themselves because they think that they can't have fun anymore. But what you don't realize is that the things that God has given us, uh, he says he's given us all things richly to enjoy. So there is a good place for it. No, there's nothing wrong with having money, but the love of it is the root of all kinds of evil. Mm -hmm. So there are things that we have um, that God has given us. It's when we use those things for selfish purposes. Right. That we ought to, we start going down that path of sin as soon as we take that and pervert that, and so that's why when you look in and how the world classifies and generalizes things, they look at what's going on and they say, well, you know, it's okay, we're all getting along, and you know, everything's all right, so I can do what feels good as long as I'm not hurting anybody, and it's all just well, you know, we just love and and Jesus preached love and acceptance, so you should love and accept me for the way that I am, and that kind of mentality goes firmly against what Jesus has outlined as sin from the Bible, what the, what the Word of God tells us is sin. And as believers, we need to be able to demonstrate that we can still walk in love towards people and maintain a holy and righteous lifestyle, mm-hmm. even while walking in love, because love cares about what's good and right for people. Mm-hmm. And so... We can. There's a lot of other paths to go off down there, but I'm sure you have more comments to add to that. <laughs> you know, I was thinking in the context of social injustice um, for this that really could can we go and deal with uh, what we see as something that's socially unjust and not it not be about self and really not be in sin in that. Whereas if we take the time, again, I keep coming back to this, if we take the time to hear the Lord it, and, and get a revelation, really, of, of his love for the situation and speak out of that or act out of that, shall I say, then 
um, it, it keeps us in that path of love. It keeps us walking in his love in the situation. And whenever we're walking in the love of God in any situation, it's not, it really isn't going to affect anybody else um, it, in a bad way, shall I say. Right. It is going to affect other people. The love of God can't, I realize this is bad English, but the love of God can't not affect people. Mm -hmm. when, when people are faced with the love of God, it invokes a response in them. Mm -hmm. It just it can't help but do that. Mm -hmm. um, but when we, when we see that social injustice going on and we take hold of it and we're going to do something about it, we, me, I'm going to do something about it, it's all about self, it's all about me, right? And when we've, we're like, Lord, don't you see this? And that's, that's the key right there. Yeah. Lord, don't you see that? Yeah. And, and if we could hear that, mm -hmm. and if they could hear that when they're doing that, yeah. they'd realize that, that, wait a minute, I've taken charge of this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh -huh. Exactly. You know? I think the the simple form in this is we can't go up to people and say, and it's not productive. Like mm -hmm. if I went up to somebody or even if somebody came up to me and go, uh, you know, Pastor Gwen, you're a horrible person. You're you're into this kind of sin here, and and that's not going to do me any good. I'm not going to listen. Mm -hmm. I'm going to think, who are you, and why do you think you should come to me? That's what I'm going to think. I might not say yeah. that out of my mouth, but that's what I'm going to be thinking. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and so this is this is why we're getting in the church. It's why we're getting the response we're getting mm -hmm. from people. It's why they're saying, "Well, you're judgy." Well, you because you know what we have been, mm -hmm. yeah, and that's, that's right. the bottom line. We really have been, mm -hmm. and. And yes, there's a place where I, I admit, I judge things all the time. I like my coffee a certain way. I judge it that it has to have milk in it, not sugar. Mm -hmm. I, you know, and if I've gone through a, a, a fast food chain and they put sugar in my coffee, I want to take it back. Mm -hmm. I've judged that that's not good for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, there's a place where we as a church are, are you know, and we'll pray about this because it's, the Bible says, and, and if you're one of the people listening, I'm... I'm let, please be let us let us be forgiven of being wrongly in judging and passing sentence where mm -hmm. we shouldn't because yeah. we know we've stepped over we, mm -hmm. that's true and, and sometimes kind of wildly and there's no excuse for sin we can't say well i was having a bad day or that righteous cause yeah. got us angry mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's the place where it goes wrong we get so angry about the injustice or or the thing that's happening like those drag show things and, and people get so angry about it and they're so mad and they get so emotional. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then we do things we shouldn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And people get hurt. Mm -hmm. God's trying to stop us mm -hmm. and try to pull us back. And it, that's, so it doesn't do us any good to walk up to someone and say, hey, you're a sinner. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. That's, that's the truth. Mm -hmm. But the, the way to come to change is to have a person's ear. Mm -hmm. And when their ear is open, how many times you were talking about, what does Jesus preach? He preaches repentance. And yeah. then he's often yeah. saying, yeah. he that hath an ear. Let him hear. He's yeah. not saying you are. He's saying, come with me. Mm -hmm. yeah. Repent means turn and come yeah. to yeah. me. Yeah. He you know? called to them, to disciples, come, yeah. follow come, me. Follow me. Mm -hmm. You know, and he didn't say, didn't say, oh, you're wrong. You sinners. He said, repent, mm -hmm. not you're wrong. Mm -hmm. He didn't label them. Mm -hmm. He didn't label I mean, them. If he was doing that, the Bible wouldn't talk about how, I mean, quite often he's hanging out with the sinners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he was. Yeah. And so, and that's what the Pharisees were upset with. You're mm -hmm. hanging out with these people and 
they're upset because these are tax collectors and they're evil and you're hanging out with them. And, and so, and he, he basically said, look, John the Baptist came preaching this. You were unhappy with him. I come preaching the opposite or not the opposite, but I live a different way. Yeah. And now you're not happy with me. You're just going to be unhappy because you're unhappy. <laughs> and so, and, but that's the thing. I mean, they were getting on his case because he's hanging out with sinners, but I'm sure he's not sitting around going at their table. You're a sinner. No. You're yeah, going no. to hell for the way that you live. That's mm. not what that may have been true. But that's not how he's treating them. That's not yeah. how he's not condemning the world. Mm -hmm. He didn't. He said, "I have not come to condemn the world, but to save it." Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So, I mean, they loved him. They loved hanging out with Jesus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, there's a testimony of him walking in love because they knew he loved them. Yeah. Right. If 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 that was if he was just there yes. to judge them, they wouldn't become. Who wants to go hang around someone that's constantly judging and criticizing? <laughs> Nobody wants to do that. You don't want to be around that person. That is not a party. <laughs> but you do want to be around someone who you know loves you. Yes. And even if they say something to you that where they don't like what you're doing, you know that they love you. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You'll still be there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. The love of God can extend through us to the place where it's you can look at somebody and they can know that you love them, even if you don't approve of their lifestyle or what they're doing. You, we should walk in love enough that they have more confidence in our love for them than they do in us judging or criticizing them for the Amen. way that they live. Amen. 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 God bless you.